بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد ونبي بن كعب رضي الله تعالى عنه قال ونبي بن كعب رضي الله تعالى عنه كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اذا ذهب ثلث الليل قام فقال يا ايها الناس اذكروا الله جاءت الراجفه تتبعها الرادفه جاء الموت بما فيه جاء الموت بما فيه قلت يا رسول الله اني اكثر الصلاه عليك فكم اجعل لك من صلاتي قال ما شئت قلت الربع قال ما شئت فان زدت فهو خير لك قلت فالنصف قال فما شئت فان زدت فهو خير لك قال فالثلثين قال ما شئت فان زدت فهو خير لك قلت اجعل لك صلاتي كلها قال اذا تكفى همك ويغفر لك ذنبك رواه الترمذي وقال حديث حسن Continuing with the hadith, Ubay bin Ka'b radiyallahu ta'ala narrates that it was the noble practice of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that when one third of the night had passed, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would stand up in salah and he would exhort others to do so with the following proclamation that, O people, remember Allah. جَاءَتِ الرَّاجِفَةِ تَجْبَعُهَا الرَّاجِفَةِ As we mentioned yesterday, rajifa is the term which Qur'an uses to refer to what we call the first blowing of the trumpet. In Qur'anic terminology and in the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, very often, as is the case in Arabic grammar or etymology, when something is imminent, something is absolutely certain, and something is of great and momentous importance, then more often than not, the past tense is used to refer to it. So Allah's Rasul said, Ja'atir Rajifa. It has already come. It has already happened. Not that it actually has happened, but its coming is so momentous, is imminent. In other words, prepare. It creates an undercurrent or a meaning of there being an emergency. Do not delay. Like Allah Ta'ala elsewhere in the Qur'an, Azifatil Azifa. Azifa. Azifa means, like we say in Urdu, Agiya. It has already come. Kefa an'am. On hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Nabiya Pak Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, to make his ummah understand how imminent the coming of Qiyamah is, he said, Kefa an'am. Waqadil taqama sahibul qarnil qarn. Khana jabhatuhu. Asgha sam'uhu. لا يرتد إليه طرفه. That how can I derive any importance or how can I derive any enjoyment in this world when the sahibul qarn, the owner of the trumpet, that is Israfil alayhi salam, il taqama has already made a lukma, has already taken the trumpet into his mouth. كيف أنعم وقد التقم صاحب القرن القرن his knees are bent, his ears are cocked, his eyes, his gaze is fixed towards the arsh of Allah, waiting for that imminent command to come from Allah that now blow. So from this hadith we can see how imminent the coming of Qiyamah is. Do not delay. Ja'atir rajifa. Rajifa has come. Yawma tarjuful ardu wal jibal. That which Qur'an describes in Surah Muzammil, the day when the earth and the mountains will be shaken, that is with the first blowing of the trumpet. Tatbawha radifa, this will be followed by radifa, 
In other words, the second blowing, as we mentioned in our hadith, it is mentioned there will be a distance of 40 years between the two. And then Rasulullah said, Ja al death has already come. Again, you are alive, you have not yet died. Yet Rasulullah past tense. The verb that is used to describe more than death is past tense. Ja al death has already come. In other words, consider yourself as already having died. Prepare, prepare, do not delay. And not only does he Nabiya Pak say Ja al he says Ja al Bima fi death has come with everything that death comprises of. And this Allah Rasulullah reiterates two times he said this. Death has come with everything that death comprises of. Now what is meant Bima fi? Ulama Ikram explain Al Ahwal in the the great difficulties, the great difficulties that will be experienced at the time of sakarat, at the time of death. In other words, not only is this a huge, a huge momentous event that lies ahead, one is moth, but moth is not just death, but it is surrounded by certain realities, certain very, very dreadful and tremendous tests and tribulations, such, such that the greatest of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is mentioned about him at the time of his death, أَنَّهُ كَانَ يَجْعَلُ يَدَهُ فِي عُلْبَةِ يَدْخُلُ يَدَهُ فِي عُلْبَةِ الْمَاءِ أَوِ الرَّقْبَةِ وَيَمْسَحُ وَجْهَهُ The Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would take his hand and put it into a bowl of water that had been presented for him. And he would wipe his face, the manner in which Rasulullah was perspiring. And such was Allah's system, going through such great difficulty and hardship at that time. That he would wipe his face and he would say, Inna lil la sakarat, that definitely moth and death has a great pain. Sakaratul maut is a reality. In fact, Rasulullah sought protection from Sakaratul Maut, from the test and the hardship at the time of death. So, Ja'al Mawtu Bimafi, ponder about this. Be alive to this reality of moth and death that is coming with everything that it comprises of. When we say comprises of, one is, as we mentioned, Allahual Indal Ihtidad, the hardships and difficulties at the time, the actual time of Sakarat. And then, the Qabr, and the fitnas and tests and azab and difficulties that are attached to the qabr. Where we find such a great personality, that personality who was the, one of the ashara and mubashara, one of those who were given glad tidings of jannat on this earth. Personality who Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to him, Inna likulli nabiyin rafiqun fil jannah, wa anta rafiqi fil jannah ya Uthman. Rasulullah said to him that every Nabi will have a special companion and friend in Jannat. My friend, my companion in Jannat is you, Usman. Usman radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Ma darra Uthman Allah ya'mala ba'da. We find in ahadith expressions like this, praising Usman, that if Usman from now till he dies, doesn't do another good deed, Jannat is already wajib upon him. 
such a great personality, yet he would sit at the side of the grave and he would cry inconsolably. And it was mentioned to him that Osman, you don't cry at the mention of Jannat and Jahannam as much as you cry when you sit at the side of the grave. So he said, إِنَّ الْقَبْرَ أَوَّلُ مَنْزِلٍ مِّن مَنَازِلِ الْآخِرَةِ He said, the grave is the first, the first of the many stages on the journey towards Akhirat. If this first stage is successful and easy, then every other stage after this will become easier. The conduct of Rasulullah himself, when lowering the, the, the body of his daughter Zainab radiallahu ta'ala anha, the worry on his face, and Sahaba say when he placed her body in the grave, he was worried. When he came out, he was smiling. And when asked about this, he said, I feared the azab of Qabr for my daughter Zainab. This is Ahle Bayt, Ali Rasul. Yet Rasulullah sallallahu was worried and concerned. He said that she is very weak. How would she bear the difficulties of the grave? Some, the grave will be a garden from the gardens of Jannah. For others... It is mentioned the grave will squeeze the body so that the ribs of one side go into the ribs of the other side. So, Ja al mawtu bima fi, Ja al mawtu bima fi, that, O oh my ummah, don't be, don't spend your night in ghaflat, don't spend your night in negligence. Wake up, remember Allah, turn towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because qiyamah is very, very soon, it's almost upon you. Death is almost upon you. The challenges and hardships and trials and tribulations that surround this death and that will occur after it, that is, that also is almost upon you. So prepare for it. Prepare for it. Prepare for it. This is what the underlying meaning is of this exhortation of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ubay bin Kaab radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Having narrated this, he says, I asked a question to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That Ya Rasulullah, inni ukthiru salata alayk, fakam aj'alu laka min salati. He says, O Nabi of Allah, I am in the practice, or I abundantly, I abundantly engage in salutation upon yourself. Now when, you come, when it comes to this word, salah, salah in Arabic is one of the in some instances is used as a noun, in some instances is used as a verb. Inna Allaha wa malaikatahu yusallun. Verily Allah and His angels make salah, yusallun. Literal translation, yusallun, make salah. Here it's used in the context of a noun. Inni ukthiru salata alayk. That Ya Rasulullah, I abundantly devote my salah to you. Or as I translated my salutations to you. The point, my respected brothers, is that this word salah in Arabic is one of the nouns or verbs that carries different meanings depending the, on the context in which this word is used and also depending on who is doing the action. Allah makes salah, it doesn't make, mean that Allah Ta'ala makes salah like you, you and I make salah. When this word salah is used to refer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it means that Allah's blessings, Allah's rahmat, Allah's mercy descends. When the word salah is used in the context where it refers to the malaika, then it carries a different meaning. When the word salah is used in the context that it refers to you and I, to insan, 
one is in the context of physical salah itself, it carries a different meaning. In this particular expression, it, it carries a different meaning. What does it refer to? It refers to durood and salawat upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That is invoking the blessings and the rahmat and the mercy and salutations upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Before we go into the meaning of this expression of the Sahabi and the importance of the question that he asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam thereafter, there is one interesting point that we should bear in mind. The Sahabi says to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I excessively send salawat upon you. I excessively send durood upon you. Now when it comes to our good deeds, when it comes to our good deeds, particularly nawafil, that which is not compulsory upon you, what are we taught? We are taught it is better to conceal. Don't reveal how much tahajjud you are making. Don't reveal how much Quran you read. Don't reveal how much zikr of Allah Ta'ala you read. Generally. Why? To protect yourself from riyakari. To protect yourself from showing off. From boasting. However, Ulama Ikram mentioned there are certain instances when it is permissible. If In some instances when it is even encouraged to reveal how much neki you are doing. They say, Ulama Ikra mentioned that it is permissible to mention one's good deeds if one is safe from ujj, if one is safe from pride entering the heart. And there is a very real reason behind why one is revealing. The Sahabi has a question, what we call istifta, he wants to ask a fatwa. He wants to ask an Islamic ruling from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. For him to explain his situation, it is absolutely necessary. For him to acquire this ruling, it is necessary for him to reveal what he is doing. So in that context, sometimes a person is making a lot of neki, doing a lot of good deeds. For him to go to some alim, or to go to some sheikh, or go to some scholar that I am doing this and this and this, and I have this question. He's revealing his neki not because he wants to show off. He's revealing his neki not out of pride. He's revealing his neki and his good deeds because he wants to try and find out a fatwa or an Islamic ruling. In that context, it is totally permissible, in fact, encouraged. So the Sahabi, Ubay bin Ka'b radiallahu says, Ya Rasulullah, inni ukthiru salata alayk. I abundantly send salawat, send dulud, send salutations upon you. So my question to you, Ya Rasulullah, Kam aj'alu laka min salati. How much of the time that I devote towards this should I devote towards salutations or durood? In other words, we have a choice. There are other activities which we could be engaged in. Particularly in this context, he is referring to dua. Sometimes a person can spend half an hour, he can spend one hour in dua. Or in that time that he is spending in dua, he could spend it on salawat, on durood. He could spend it on tilawat of Qur'an, he could spend it on something else. So he's asking Nabi Pak how much time should he actually be devoting to salawat, to salutations upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.